Welcome to another exciting episode of the Kingdoms Insider Podcast, brought to you by Guns and Fitness. I am Craig McCarroll, the founder and creator of <laughs> Guns and Fitness, the world leader in personal development through fitness and nutrition. Get your mind right first, and the rest will follow. Now, we are also joined here by my lovely wife, Andrea McCarroll. She has got a lot going on with her Kingdoms brand. And Andrea, would you mind sharing us, sharing with us just a little bit about what you got going on? First, I just really want to give you props and a little clap and pat on the back here. Cause I, you, you fucking nailed that one. I love how it's just, just evolving. You know? <laughs> I stay true to my goal. Number one thing is it's going to be in this arena somewhere. I want personal development. I'm all about my Yeah, but being sometimes primary. your elevator pitch is like, eh. And sometimes your elevator pitch is like, I want that. Yeah, that you was know? good. And I had that moment where I was like, I want that. So good job, babe. Yeah, thank you. Thank you guys for coming back and listening and joining us on our journey as we build our kingdom by our own rules. So most of you guys know by now I have a kingdoms brand that offers a mindset, a mindset and um, all about keeping your standards high and um, feeling like royalty before you just look like royalty. And so I offer a clothing line based on that mindset and the, in conjunction with that, we have our podcast. We po- podcast all about the three topics. Me and Craig do have a blended family with three beautiful children. So we talk about parenting. We talk about relationships, mindset, and, of course, entrepreneurship. Craig and I are serial entrepreneurs. Um, we both know who we are by now, and we know that we are horrible employees. So we're here to talk all about that. Um And today's topic is all about discovering our growth. So I think we're kind of like right in the mix. And one thing that this podcast kind of came to be was um, Craig and I were constantly having these weekly conversations and they were good. I mean, they were like really in depth that I wish I would have had them when I was going through that. So there's tons of podcasts out there, but I, you know, was, I was able, I wasn't able to come across the podcast that helped, that talked about why they, what they were doing to build up to where they wanted to go. It was all about, I'm, this and I'm this and then people are interviewing them how they got there so it's just kind of like we want you guys to grow with us we want you guys to experience the growth with us and hopefully do the same in your lives too so with that topic we always um start our podcast off with a question to kind of get to to know the host and we always end our episodes with my favorite game just the tip So with this week's topic um, being all about business and entrepreneurship, um, Craig, I would like to ask you the question about what you're most excited about in your business right now. I think the number one thing that I'm most excited about in our business, in my business right now with, with either one of my businesses is just the uh, opportunity for growth and the matter of that we are able to with guns and fitness, I'm, I'm getting so many opportunities just because of the massive action I'm taking. And I already knew what my result was. So following the whole RPM, we want to find out the result first. What, what is the purpose? What is the why? And then what is our massive action? And I've just noticed that the thing that makes me so excited is that I just noticed that uh, how I throw it out there and sometimes it comes across as a complete shit show, but people see through that and they see the raw, the real and the, and how it is relevant to them. And they're able to pick up on that and know that I'm coming across completely, completely genuine and 
Yeah, so the opportunity for growth and the and the direction it's already moving. I mean, I, have, I feel excited every day about that. How about you, Andrea? Oh, one thing I wanted to say is uh, we are going through this and we're talking like Her Kingdom's brand is all about the way it makes you feel. And it, uh, I just had an awesome, awesome opportunity to go out and work with Orange Theory Fitness Illinois um, and their directors and, and it was one of the coolest things I ever got to do um, and the one thing that we always talk about is how it makes you feel so if I make you feel good and I make you feel positive you get positivity is, attra- is attractive and everybody wants to be next to, to the thing that is positively moving them and making them feel good so if, if you can you can do the same thing in clothing is that when you go out there and you are shopping and you put that shirt on or you put that little outfit on and it makes you feel a certain way, that's what that whole kingdom's brand is all about is how is it making you feel. And when I feel good, I'm going to operate even at, at a higher level. If I feel like I'm outstanding, then I'm going to be outstanding. So if <clears throat> I think that's just one thing I wanted to add in there. What are oh, the things thanks. that you're excited about? <laughs> what? Uh, I think... I know that I have experienced excitement um, in my business right now, mostly about I'm doing shit that I never thought I could ever do. I'm doing shit now that I never, that I looked at people doing and I used to resent them for. I used to be like, oh, she did this. And then I would come up with excuses to back up the way I was feeling about that person because they were doing what I was doing. And I've had, you know, lots of meetings with some people because I'm really getting into the influencer part of, um, my brand lift um, marketing and stuff like that. And those of you guys that know me, you know, I'm a freaking marketing junkie. I love marketing. I love statistics. I love to find out how algorithms work. Um, I've really kind of go got into spending an hour a day of doing the whole, um, conversion rates and coding and all that kind of stuff. And I never really thought I was a techie person, but in this, it's kind of like what I've been saying in a lot of my other podcasts is just letting curiosity lead me and kind of get rid of all that fear of you don't know what you're doing. You don't know how to do that. You come from marketing and mortgages and real estate background. So, um, with that said, I think that's what I'm most excited about is to see me stress and have anxiety and be sick to my stomach and have these phone calls and screen shares and um, webinars with these people. And then after I'm done, I'm like, okay, I'm executing that. And kind of what you and I were talking about yesterday, it's like, I don't, I, when you mentioned how you were working with those CEOs and they, they didn't even really take time to celebrate because they were like, I'm already past that. I knew, I already knew that this was going to happen. So once it happened, I was like, what's next? But you didn't. So it's not like, it's kind of like you're, you're surpassing even goal setting. So, you know, and to us, it's like, I've turned these huge goals into almost like a to-do list every day. Those ads are running, things are running. I'm super, super excited about it. So, um, I think that's kind of what I'm most excited about too, is just kind of see the execution that is running the things that are happening. And it's just, it's kind of cool just to kind of see all that stuff played out. So I've been working hard on, measuring and scaling um in it but um kind of getting all everything figured out and it's exciting and it's scary and that's how I know that I'm on the right path so um I think in the beginning so if you ask me as I thought about that question a little bit more and the thing that I 
um, am most excited about in the growth of this uh, of guns and fitness in particular is that when you have this grand scheme program that you've built and you're like, I know this shit works. I just got to have, I got to get people out there and start participating in it and, and I'll show everybody that this shit works. And then when you start to get your clients back and there, and those team members, I never like to say clients. I like to call them team members start to come back with like, look at this, like take Brian Yergin, for instance, he's met goals and surpassed the goals in a matter of, and it's just, they're implementing exactly what you want them to implement and exactly how to implement it. And they're and it's working. And now you're getting the proof back. It's like, Ooh, yeah, this would be really exciting to see the, the corporate, um, the corporate team building, I call it the Phalanx project, come back to see like the results of them implementing these things. Um, the one thing I wanted to ask you is what is – so your your past is all about um, – like we met, you were my loan officer and you were in marketing and sales and all that. And <clears throat> how is some of that stuff that you've done in the past, do you see that being beneficial to you now in your business with Kingdom's brand as you're building this brand? I think I've always been extremely gravitated towards um, – collabing with people but before it was I've always looked at it as b2b so I mean I have so many marketing books and all this stuff that I've created campaigns and stuff like that getting loan officers to collab with realtors now we're in a collaboration world or I know I am anyways um where before it was like let's do business together you know you put my little picture on the bottom of your flyer and da, da, da. and I was always doing that kind of stuff and so now and I'm like no, I have done this shit before. I know I've done this just in a different arena. Um, so I think that fig- knowing the the collaboration and how good I am and setting meetings and doing appointments and finding those people that I kind of jive with, that I want to have the same message, you know, is so much more important to me now or before. I mean, it didn't matter. Do you have a real estate license? Perfect. Let's do business. <laughs> you have clients, you have buyers, you have sellers. Perfect. Let's do business. But now it's like, I'm even with the influencers. Um, I did air quotes here. I'm not look. I you know I've had tons of people that want to be these inspiring fashion bloggers and they want to talk about their outfits all day. They've reached out to my brand and say, "Let me wear your stuff," and blah blah blah. And I have contracts drawn up and I have all that kind of stuff ready to execute. And I when I look into who they are, like I didn't think that was important before. And that's how I know that my clothing brand isn't just you know it's more about that mindset and offering the opportunity for people to feel a certain way, like you were saying earlier. Um, and so I look into what they're doing and what they're about. And I'm not interested in those women with their push up bras and their 5,000 selfies that look identical on their Instagram feeds. And when I ask them to show me who their audience is and send me screenshots of, um, their analytics on Instagram and stuff like that. And it's all men. I'm like, I'm not interested. Um, but I'm seeking, seeking out those entrepreneurs, those go getters, those women who are all about the quality of life and the high standards and, um, cares about their morals and overcoming fears and wants to lift everybody up with them. So it's not just about making sure that your boat floats, but it's about raising the tide. So we all do. Um, so would you say your brand is a, uh, women empowered brand or is it a, what, it's a lifestyle brand. It's a lifestyle brand. Yeah. With a lot of women. I'm nailing empowered. the women. I think that I <laughs> I have to nail the women 
Because we had a conversation first. yesterday that was about like we. <clears throat> I feel like there is a shift in the in the world today with like you can put brand labels on everybody, millennials and and so on. But um, there's a, definitely a shift in the masculinity and femininity uh, movement, and feminines. The, you know, the females think that they need to run with their direction and they can do anything a man can do and blah, blah, blah. And it's, and the men are saying, I need to get my man card and holy shit, I need to, where's my testosterone? Give me my balls back. And as you're moving and you're moving in separate directions <clears throat> and I'm all about, let's figure out the, uh, or our discussion is all about meet, meeting in the middle is, is my I want to feel this way, but I also want to lift my partner up. I want to lift my my uh, my significant other up with me, and be the better person that I can be, f- so that we continue to have that attraction and that polarity. Which I guess that kind of gets into relationships. I'm off topic. Sorry. Stay on business. Oh, okay. We're talking about discovery and business. It's your business is lifestyle, and you're starting to go off in this. I know. Direction of. I know. I do that. I'm powerful woman. I know. And I'm As all Tony about Robbins that. would say, he would point to me and he'd be, he would say, "Good job, Andrea. That's passion. I can feel it." Is that what he would? That's say? That's what he would say to me. Perfect. You say I'm going high and right and no, I'm on a different topic. No. Tony Robbins would say, "Good job, Andrea. That was passion. I felt it." <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm um, talking, you know, more about. I'm just talk. I'm just figuring out the women thing first and I have kingdoms kids that are coming out and the king um the kingdoms king or the kingdoms men stuff too later on but I just really want to make sure that I not become an expert because I think that I'm always a student to life and I'm always a student to business and I don't want to ever say or yeah I don't want you to ever let me say that I have shit figured out because that's not who I am um that's why I love you so much is because you're my best accountability partner and you have no problem calling me out and challenging me and I love that um I think we're we were talking about that this week in the in the uh, Failnix project, the team building thing is like working together. The only way you can work together is with trust, complete yeah. trust left and right. And this does have to do with business. So mm-hmm. in business, if you've noticed in your team, who are you able to trust? If you can't trust yeah. that your COO is doing the right things and making the right choices for your business and you're, and that COO isn't able to talk to you and be real with you, it's the same thing that goes in a relationship. A relationship in business is the same thing as a relationship at home. It's just a little more tender, loving care on the uh, place at home. But we have to have complete trust. And if in complete trust, it's having honesty on both sides. I have to be able to tell you that I think this way about a certain thing. And you have to be able to tell me that you th- feel about something else. Or maybe there's there's always a way to agree to disagree or come to a conclusion of our outcome is almost the exact same. And in business, it's, I think it's the same. It's like relationship. I want to have the ultimate relationship. You want to have the ultimate relationship. Why? Because it's a fucking bomb. And how are we going to get there? What's our massive action? We're going to do X, Y, and Z. And now we're doing the same thing in business, business. Why I want to, I want to blow this company up because 
And why? Because it's going to improve everybody's life around them. It's going to make them feel empowered. It's going to make them feel better. It's going to provide jobs. It's going to do all this stuff. So you can come up with that strong why and then what is your massive action. So it's similar thing. And, and you want to have complete honesty and, and transparency when it's coming to that kind of stuff. Yeah. So um, <laughs> lots of people have been asking, you know, it's weird because I feel like we're so exposed, but I think that I'm in such, you know, and I've said this a couple of times, but I'm in just in this, I'm in this chapter in my life that requires so much privacy. Um, and I've talked a lot about how we've talked about it on the topic of saying no and creating that space for you. Um, and so I think sometimes I've been getting kind of lost in creating that space so I can really focus in um, on, you know, my brand and the things that I need to do to get done and kind of do that time blocking thing. Um, but I think that there are so many people out there that are followers that, you know, are interested in what we're doing. And, um, so I just wanted to make sure that we take this opportunity on this topic of business to talk about how we got here. Um, and, but also like what you're doing right now, as far as like Craig, like how you're structuring, um, most of you guys know that Craig owns a veteran-owned um, marine brand um, water and mold restoration company. And so um, talking about how you started off, just kind of really quick in a couple minutes, talking about how you started it, you made that shift from operator to owner and how you're executing the shifts and changes without dropping names on who's doing what. Yeah. Um, just talk a little bit about how you're making that shift because I think there's a lot of people that are also in that wheelhouse and that arena of business and but they want to do their side projects so just I want you to just talk a little bit about how you've been able to manage that and having a very demanding wife and three kids cool um first and foremost I always want to put out there that I'm a constant student so none of my information is coming across as being a know it all ever like I I'm just know what I've been through and I take the uh I take the uh, information that I gather from uh, every other person that runs a business owns a business and how can I learn from them and how can I implement it into my company I have many friends that have are veteran owned and operated uh companies so I've really <clears throat> I I go to them for advice on a lot of this and then we go through a lot of training and you know, business mastery and stuff like that. So that's just want to put that disclaimer out there. Um, so with the take two restoration and remodel, we are the masters of your disaster. First and foremost, I wanted to <laughs> build a culture over just a dollar. I know a restoration company around our place and really anywhere can make money. And it's not a sexy job at all. You're you're in the shit. You're in like crawl spaces, attic spaces, dealing with the stuff that nobody else wants to deal covered with. Covered in gear, covered in chemicals. But what can we do? What can I do to marry up? My whole mission in my life is really how can I find my way back to feeling like a 1% uh, special operations in, in that team that I love so dearly and still be able to have a family and be home and, and be present for that. So first and foremost, culture. Culture has to, to really drive everything because if you can have that culture that people look forward to going to, that's going to help you keep employees. And I think that um, with that, though, you're you're just building something that's bettering everybody's life around them. So the way I've structured it, it started out, I'm 
I'm by myself um, and I'm just knocking things out myself. I'm getting jobs from my uh, uh, one of my, you know, another builder and just working thing, things through. I knew I needed to expand. I already had my vision of where I want this to be. An ultimate vision is an all-inclusive restoration company that takes it from 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 start to finish the whole process and it's seamless. That's my ultimate goal. And now from there, I just broke down like how do I, what, what person do I need to hire first? So I had my whole structure all built on a, you call it vision board or whatever. And so I knew all the answers as I, I'm going um, left and right. I know exactly which decision to make as I'm, as I'm moving towards that goal. And I, and also learned this from some of the top uh, CEOs in some of the biggest companies of what did they do at the beginning? They got their vision. They were very clear on their vision. They, uh, they basically war mapped it out. They mapped it out to where this is what I need to have. And now it makes it easy for those decisions to be made. So from there, I had to have a, I need to get a chief of operations, chief of operations that we literally have to know everything. We're spinning all the plates and we, but I make sure from, if you're going to be the COO, you started in the crawl. So you started at the very bottom. You had to learn the, the junior technician's job to the senior technician technician's job to the project manager to the estimator and now you're dealing with insurance companies or whatever and that's just the restoration in particular so i went coo um put a very trusted individual in there that my my whole company is uh veteran owned and operated so you forgot about the part where you hired a very 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 intelligent driven bookkeeper oh yes you have to know one of those yeah (laughs) i think the structure is um (laughs) Yeah, first. You're forgetting for, about me. For, first and foremost, we have to have the uh, the bookkeeper, office manager. I mean, that's really the the crux of. You have to know where your money. Sure you have to know where your money's going. coming, and you have to know where your money's going in order to have it flow and not just disappear. Yeah. So, and you got to have a trusted person in there because they can be skimming money off you the whole time. And so, what better person than my own beautiful wife that has a ton of experience in. Uh, managing books and everything like that so she was she was the first and I remember very late nights being like I need your help on this estimate I need to build this estimate I don't no idea what the fuck I'm doing on this estimate but I know I need it in there and in this format so she helps me um and having a trusted person in that that position they're able to um they're you're not gonna get screwed over so yeah you put the office manager role in there first and foremost and then you and then you're doing the chief operation what <laughs> nothing keep going no what was so funny nothing oh okay um where was i chief operation so bookkeeper make sure you have a badass bookkeeper first and foremost nothing exists without a solid bookkeeper it's the first person you need to hire along with a lawyer (laughs) (laughs) i'm doing on the spot here everybody i'm like i'm throwing all this together as we're talking um chief operations you get the chief operations and then the you're constantly we we constantly go back to what is our vision what is our mission and what is our core values sticking with those those three things we and 
and our goals in mind, now we're able to keep growing the company. Now we've we've gotten to where we have a, a, a chief of operations in the position that's totally trusted. Everybody's communicating from the top down and the bottom up. So <clears throat> we have a clear uh, chain of command. Now as we fill people in, we had to get a, a, a technician hired. So now the COO can be doing his job and really delegating the rest and then we needed another technician so we got two technicians on board now we're we've kind of got a a pretty solid skeleton crew that is handling from start to finish everything and now we need to figure out how we're going to bring more jobs in well we need to we need to bring some more experience to the table so 30 to 40 years experience is is priceless in my world in my in my eyes so we bring in this person this person helps bring business in he knows the ins and outs of of that type of business so his specialty is is in construction now we're able to uh, take from his experience and him his management experience and 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 then all of his connections and now we're able to grow the company i just want to back up and make sure that i'm being really specific on how you got to where you are now doing it all so you hired your team, right? You got all of your employees set in place, and then that's when you started, you know, really starting to build your guns and fitness stuff once you felt like you had oh, okay. operations going. And that's kind of when... I'm not being very clear and concise with this, am I? No, you are. I'm going I just, off on tangents of oh, no, I just wanna, every like, little I just single make, I just want to make sure that it's that you didn't just do all of this and then you started guns and fitness. Like there was a period where you were able to set all of that up, do all of that stuff, have that team. Yeah. Once I knew so I had you my, would have your two day, you would plug in for two days a week or whatever while you're doing. Yeah. So my, things. so I would put my, once I got my uh, COO in place and he's all trained up and then I have my technician. Now I felt like I could kind of step away and still be on the outskirts, making sure I'm always checking in on Monday and Fridays. And, you know, during the week, it would have to be like sometimes I'd have to do a little bit of work yeah. at that time. But I was able to move on and um, start to, like, concentrate on something else out there and really get back to my true passion, which is, you know, personal development and in the fitness and nutrition arena, health and fitness, I guess. And you did it all online, so you just started doing your yeah, so we started the, videos. I, yeah, I started that all online, and then um, uh, the first thing with starting an online program is I already had it built. I was on a non-compete for two years, so I couldn't do anything in the fitness industry. So once that lifted, I was able to um, execute it, and I started by people got to know what the fuck you're doing. So marketing was number one. So I, I had the the program all built I, I i released my first video and that's just basically building trust with everybody get to know me i'll share my insecurities my vulnerabilities with anybody that will listen because i know i'm very confident and if people are very honest with themselves they all have insecurities and vulnerabilities and limiting beliefs yeah, I, if sure. i share mine i'm making it i'm i'm allowing others to feel to release that from them so yeah. um, that was really where I started to release all of that and um, immediately got awesome feedback from people. I think it's just because it allows people like to uh, – you never know what you look like to another person until until you get feedback from that person. Yeah. So you just started running your 21-day in-docs and doing all of that online, offering your 
videos, all your train anywhere, do your workouts anywhere with your nutrition, cooking with Craig on Sundays. Um, what else? Yeah. And then it's just, uh, I mean the, the business, the restoration company needs, needs, uh, attention too. So I, I designate Monday and Fridays for that. And then, um, the guns and fitness is a constant thing. So as that's growing, we, I, so I got everybody going on this 21-day in-doc. They started – it's really the uh, warm-up to being able to do more. So it definitely builds up. We work on mindset first. So we set goals every step of the way and how do we achieve those goals. Um, that we use RPM for all goal setting and really any any problems you, that come up, we use RPM to, to solve those problems. And then we can – and then it's gone from there to – uh, once they go through the 21-day in-doc, you go to a three-month workup. Everything is starting to get escalated. We're getting more clear on who we are, working on towards values, away values. What's your core belief? What's your um, things that are limiting you from achieving the ultimate uh, fulfillment in life? And then you're going to a six-month deployment where you're enacting everything. Like we're going to play this out for six months because the biggest thing I saw with um, in the fit, health and health and fitness industry is that I can get you in shape for this period of time. And then once you leave me, good luck, high five, you're out. Yeah. So I wanted people to really get a muscle memory built where they can, and you, and I give the program to them. They pay for the program. I give it all in PDF form and they can, they'll, they'll have it forever. Yeah. That's awesome. And I loved your shopping list. It made it so easy. So I hate going to the grocery store. It takes like, I like it cause I could just plug in a podcast and I can just listen to it. And I feel like I can be productive while I'm learning and shopping at the same time. But if I could eliminate that, I would. So I was able to get online, take Craig's shopping list, go over the inventory that we have here at the house and then just do all the shopping online. And I saved so much money because I wasn't, Oh, this looks good. Maybe the kids would like this, or oh, I could have this first snack and you're just spending all that extra money. But when you have your meals planned out and you're just eating that because that's just what you have in your house, it was a pretty big adjustment, I know, especially for the kids. But I sure enjoyed it, especially because you really love to cook. You're like, I got this. I know what I'm doing. I know how to measure it. I know exactly what it is. That was really, really cool. Um, and then now you're um, the next step in this um journey that you're going on with guns and fitness is you're getting into all the corporate stuff. So you've done a lot of executive training with some um, people personally one-on-one um, and you have a video coming out about that. I know um, about his journey on, you know, losing over 50 yeah, it was, yeah, it's over almost 60 pounds now. Yeah. So that, what you did with that one-on-one client doing his kitchen makeovers and showing up for his workouts and all that kind of stuff. And now you're getting into the big corporate stuff with, you're kind of putting everything you've been working on into one wheelhouse for training for camaraderie and team building. And then you have an event that you're getting ready to launch on Sunday with, um, Danny, the life's troubleshooter. Yeah, so this—that's why I said at the beginning, it's like this thing is constantly evolving. I, yeah, I stay in the arena that I want, which is personal development, and it's funny, like how you don't really—you think like, like we're going through these Tony Robbins events, and we're like, man, that would be cool if you could affect people, and just the way to light people up, and how it lights you up, and now with just putting it out there. 
people see something in you that maybe you didn't see in yourself and it just marries up perfectly. So I was able to go out and do these corporate events where all it took was somebody to see one of these videos and he's like, Hey man, you're at, I think what your specialty is in this arena is actually, you know, culture building, building a culture, building camaraderie. And you don't really realize it, but you are, you're, you're building camaraderie. And I want people to play as a team at all times, because I think we can accomplish more together. So it's led to this corporate, um, corporate arena where let's, let's play, let's play in the sandbox nice together and we can build the best sandcastle ever. Yeah. So I want to ask you a question, the kind of the same question that you asked me. And then I want to answer on behalf of you because I'm your wife and I love to answer your questions for you. So yeah, and you, know my, me, my, my you probably pers- know me better than I met. No, so. in my own personal thing, I'm like, that's Craig. That's what, that's what my husband is, you know, and I can talk about you completely different to my friends than you do to your friends. So what have, like, if you're just specific about the military and the fact that you're a, you know, war made, war fighter made, and you're the war hero and all of these things and you were went from recon marine to training the recon marines and as you still do um but talk a little bit about that um, experiences that you had and how you're using it with this um, team camaraderie this culture this corporate and this executive i think when i when i first got asked to do the first corporate team building event i had to ask myself like um well why am i so close to my my brothers from other mothers, as I always friendly refer to them as, even when we don't like each other, we, I guarantee you, nobody is going to talk shit behind each other's back. And, uh, so they're, they're going to have your, to your face, they're going to say it to your face and then behind your back, they've always got your back. So always beside you, um, you know, never above you, never below you, always beside you is our saying. And that's just where, so I, I got asked to do this corporate, um, team event and how, and I had to ask myself how kind of that similar question of how is this all how can I take my experience from the military the training I've had in, in this personal growth area and marry it all up to make one big nice happy sandwich and um, the th- biggest thing was is like why am I why are brothers from other mothers understand each other because we've gone through an uh, arena of life that is one of the toughest we've sucked it up together we've it's they've seen me cry they've seen me happy they've seen me uh hurt they've seen me fail they've seen me they know every insecurity vulnerability that you could possibly know in that person and it in those late nights where you're up on watch and you're watching something that's boring as shit but you know that if you don't watch this the potential of something got bad going on is is pretty high so but you just have these uh, you know, intimate conversations with another guy about um, your the worst nightmares or whatever it is. So we understand each other at a at a level that I think um, only the military can really offer. And so, how do you take that and under and trans transfer it into civilian life? So I've taken that and I've said, okay, I want to. We need to build our circle of trust first. So you and, break them down. Yeah. So we break them down. We say what is yeah what are your fears like label them and the number one thing of like we go over creating momentum and how do you create momentum the first thing we got to do is stay in a peak state and get out of your head people get in their head and they're trying to think of the logical right uh, answer for this 
And if you just let your subconscious lead the way and stay in your heart, it it comes out and that's truly, that's you staying true to your heart and that's showing somebody else it's okay. It's okay. I'm here for you. I'm going to have your back on this and tell me what, what it is. So I make all of them. I break them down and, and, and make them tell me their fears, tell me their limiting beliefs. And if I don't, and you can tell when someone's being true to themselves and then you break them down even further. If, if it's not coming out, it's time to break it down further. Like give me something that is real raw and relevant for right now. So build them, break them down, make that environment cozy for everybody to understand that it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to feel insecure. Um, and everybody's in a peak state. So everybody's staying like they, they're just there for each other. You can feel the camaraderie growing just in a, in a one single afternoon of this type of training. And then, um, and then from there we start building each other back up, but we're understanding each other. We're building the trust between each other that I'm building gonna, them up as a team for yeah. like their results, their vision, yeah, so their we, values as a team. They, the way that the objectives went or go is know yourself. So we need to understand yourself first, and then we need to understand your team, and you need to be able to be there for your team. That's the way you're there. Like how can you? How can you break down somebody else, or how can you build somebody else up if you can't if you can't uh, know how to know yourself well enough to do yeah, that? Totally. So as you're building building yourself up, now you start to understand your team, and now we need to look at the business and the, how is this business? What's the vision, the mission, the core values that we share? Um, we work on all that stuff, so it's ultimately just showing who you truly are like let's take away the layers and the masks that you're constantly wearing fuck those masks get into this room and realize that we are uh building a culture here and the way that culture is built is by being raw real and relevant make sure that you are being true to yourself and true to the people around you and now that builds trust and that builds a team and that's how you can go through and accomplish the vision of whatever that vision is, whatever that mission is, you will drive forward and momentum is, has no worries at all. Like your, your momentum just is constantly going. You're, you're operating at a, at a peak state in a higher level. Does that answer your question? Dang. I go on rants big time. <laughs> Probably doesn't help that I just went through this whole training course You're like course on this like, Rrr. okay, so do you want to know what mine is? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mine's like two sentences. Um, I think that the biggest thing that, that the military has taught you that you not just use in the programs and the projects that you're building on right now to offer. I think that it all stems from your results like execution and results. Like I tell you all the time, like this is really like, even like in our personal marriage, I'm like, this is really bothering me. I really want to work on this or whatever. I don't need you to do it right now. And it doesn't need to be fixed right now. Like I have to remind you of that constantly because you're like, okay, let's do it. I'll do this. What do you need me to do? Did I'm like, our objective? no, 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 no. Solve it. I just, I don't, I don't need a result to occur right now. I just wanted to let you know that this is something why it's on my mind, blah, blah, blah. So I think that when you think about someone asked me what drives Craig or why he's building this program or what the hell is Craig doing now or whatever. Um, I think it all comes down from those results from the military. So it's like, um, they give you your fears, they give you their fears, they give you their limits, and you show them results. 
So it's business. It's marriage. Way simpler. I like that. Yeah, it's like because that's what it is. It's you build. You talk about their fears. You break down their fears. They talk about their limits, pointing fingers. Like I told you before, I think that every person, if you get into our psyche, every single person in a moment of panic, and they use the analogy of a tornado, we will automatically start pointing fingers. My husband didn't build the house good enough. Well, this happened because this happened, and we, you know, the news didn't warn us. And in a moment of panic, or when we're put on the spot, we will always point fingers. And I think that also comes to do with creating limits and excuses for ourselves. So I think that's something that's so cool that I saw you do with this corporate camaraderie building thing that you just did. The Felnix Project. Sorry, I shouldn't say the little thing you're doing. It's just called the Felnix Project. Um, but And you're <laughs> able do. to show them results. You're able to say, here's your fucking board. You build how your mission statement is. You build this. What is the chain command? And you show them how to get the results that they want from all of that. Yeah, that's way better. Yeah, it's a way better answer. <laughs> so um, I'm so proud of you. I think that you have a, so much to offer. I think that you are a man full of value and lots of different arenas. Um, so I just thanks for sharing what you're doing and how you're able to, yes, have a restoration company, go into the guns and fitness, follow your goals, follow, follow your ambitions, you know, don't be scared. Don't lay in bed and be like, I wish I would have tried that a while ago. You know, just like you watching the CrossFit games last night. You're like, why did I ever stop doing that? Why did I ever stop doing that? Now you want to go back to the CrossFit games. Like age 40, I'm doing it. I yeah. swear to God, I'm going to do it. Oh, you just put it on air. <laughs> oh, shit. I have to do that. You no, know the podcasters rule. If it's on air, it better happen because now you have lots of people holding you accountable. You need but. to go work out. <laughs> so we, like I had mentioned, I love to end our episodes with a game called just the tip um so i will i think you went first last time but i um i'll leave you guys with the tip to be brave so if i could say one thing this week what to execute just be brave find that brave person in you i like to name mine mine's named miss molly and i've been really having to call on her the past couple days to show up and do my shit for me um she's extremely brave and is full and full of courage so um just dare to be powerful beyond measure and like tony robbins says it's in your moments of last minute decisions that your destiny or future is shaped so i know that when i put on the spot and i have to make a decision it's totally different on the decisions that i would have made before when i had miss molly driving my bus um so never retreat never settle never pull back from what you can be, what you can share, and like what you can create, because you never know. Like I, like I never knew I could do any of this because I was too busy focusing on the things that I had already been good at. So that's my tip. I like your tip. <laughs> uh, first of all, I think um, thank you so much for. I didn't know this was going to be spun off in my direction. I didn't so think I was going to end up just interviewing for, you. I had a whole bunch of stuff to talk about what I'm I doing. I ran on too long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, uh, my tip, I think, is I, I love the way yours is about bravery and over. Like, if you operate in it with more bravery or more courage, I think that. Um, fear and limiting beliefs have nothing to do with it. Yeah. And just a caveat to that is that uh, the only thing we have to fear is uh, fear of falling or loud noises. So the rest of it's made up. So throw all that garbage away. And at the end of the day, what do you want to do? 
and just fucking execute it because there's nothing there is not no difference between the only difference between people that are living at the higher level that you want to live at is because they had no fear they didn't let things stand in their way they didn't let excuses stand in their way you think oh i need more education oh i need this i need that i can't do that because i don't have the money no you can do fucking anything and nothing there is no excuse for anything there like i don't i don't give a shit if it's education i don't give a shit if it's money it's just a matter of you being resourceful enough and finding the resources to be able to make that shit happen so yeah don't just lay there and and say i shoulda coulda woulda that shit is just doesn't fucking matter get out there and whatever your dream is make it fucking happen you'll figure you'll figure out the rest of the how to get there eventually yeah like we didn't know yeah because we never knew that we were going to be doing this you didn't know how to you know run click funnels and do all that kind of stuff and how to operate and how to hire people for certain different things I mean I never would have ever met the connections and the people or ever hired anybody I was such a person of like I got it I'll figure it out I'll do it but now I'm like no I'm going to hire this person to do this because this is what they're good at and I'm going to focus on the content and marketing and the development stuff on how to um, scale and brand lift as much as possible because technology is moving faster than we can even measure anymore and that's what I enjoy doing so name your person name the person that's going to keep you brave this week and um just i swear if you put yourself out there and you start talking about it things just it's like that saying if you build it they will come right the law of attraction is (laughs) seriously real but thank you guys so much we hope you guys are enjoying your summer we thank you so much for all of your support and feedback please share this episode if you have somebody who's just wanting to take that leap of faith and get out there if you guys have any questions as far as like how we're doing what we're doing or what you're what we're doing um we would love to um help you guys coach you any questions that you guys have you know where to find me at kingdoms queen on instagram um i'm also the kingdoms brand on instagram and both on facebook but i'm andrea mccarroll and um you can write to us at kingdomsinsider.com and let us know um what we can help you guys out with and if you guys want any tips as far as like how we do our time blocking um what's coming up in our kingdoms kit all of that stuff please reach out um we'd love to hear from you guys so again share like um and continue to give us support so we can continue doing what we love well said Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Yeah. It's been a ride. I guess I had to go to that place to get to this one. Now, some of you might still be in that place. If you're trying to get out, just follow me. I'll get you there. You can try and